You're watching WLWT News 5, leading the way. Hello, hello. It is Wednesday morning, a wet Wednesday. Yay. Yay. Thanks for joining <laughs> us here on WLWT News 5. Today's Daily Dose, Kelly Rippin, Stephen Albritton, Fletcher Keel, and meteorologist Randy Rico, mm -hmm. who honestly is giving us the goodest of good news with this giant <laughs> blob of a front that is coming through mm -hmm. because we're seeing rain and other people are seeing way worse. It's barging across the country and it has all sorts of weather with it. We've got the nicest part if that's a thing mm -hmm. no. because to the north, I mean this thing has brought re record snow as it started out west, still bringing snow on the northern stretches of the system, severe weather outbreak through the south and for us a day of rain. So I think we can deal with all that. We can. And you know, we're going to pick up an inch, maybe two inches. So obviously flood prone basements. Keep an eye on those. Yeah. But we're not anticipating widespread bad weather. This is more of an annoyance factor and likely to impact your commute this morning, this evening, maybe <laughs> even tomorrow morning. So that's yeah, that's kind of the issue with this thing. It's also bringing in then it's opening the door, as you mentioned, yes. for the cold weather, which I told Stephen, I made my family go on a family walk last night. It was even <laughs> like starting to get cold. I was like, we're going on a family walk because <laughs> uh, the sun was shining and it was like 40 ish, mm -hmm. probably dropping at that point. But I mean, we're we're getting colder temperatures. Right. So uh, it's fun because today is one of those days where if you look at the high on the app, it says 52. And that will happen before midnight, but probably just before midnight. Okay. So we're going to have rain through the day. It will be in the man. 40s. Yeah. And then tomorrow morning, that cold front comes through. Winds pick up. The rain moves out sometimes between about 4 and 6 a.m. probably. Okay. And then the temperatures start dropping. And our highs will drop to the 30s Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Overnight lows in the 20s. There's a little bump back on Monday, Tuesday. But right now, super cold for Christmas could absolutely be what we're all getting. Okay. Now that doesn't mean white Christmas. Do we get the white right. stuff with so it? So what do you need first? You want though? it then. You right. need the cold, cold first before there's any chance That's of a true. white Christmas. However, I mean we could be talking the coldest air we have seen so far. Maybe those highs down where our lows are going to be this weekend. It could be real cold for Christmas. So I was, it's over a week out. You know how things change. But as of right now, the outlook is cold's coming. Does that really cold get here by then? We'll see. And honestly, if there's a day that I want to sit inside and not do anything, mm -hmm. it's, it's Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Sit like, inside and eat soon. Hang out, <laughs> put the fire on, you know, just bum around a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, good to know. Lots of heads up. Yes. So that's good to know as well. So planning ahead for the rest of the week. Get the get the cold gear out and don't put it don't put it anywhere. Be for the next ready. Couple of don't days. be surprised next week when I'm talking about real cold yeah, stuff. Because yeah. winter officially starts in what a week? The 21st. Yeah, yeah. Week. oh, one a week. Week. A week away. But uh, the solstice, and then we get to the longer days again. I'm not Sorry. looking ahead at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. okay. All right, Randy, thank, thank you. you. We See appreciate you it. Yep. Okay, so uh, our first story after, of course, the weather being the top story, as we did have a, a big shooting overnight, uh, multiple crime scenes. A couple people have passed away. Another one uh, critically hurt, and it was one yeah. of those things where police and all of the news media, we were all trying to piece this together because it started one place, the victims ended up in another, and they're trying to still figure out where it all started and who's all involved. Who's all involved? So Roselawn, Bond Hill, and Norwood, if you saw police presence uh, around a little after dinner time, I would say yesterday evening, um, and you saw those flashing lights, you were curious, 
all three they do believe are connected. They just have to figure out how and again who the players are in this. Um, they do believe the shooting happened at the intersection of, intersection of Joyce Lane and East Seymour near an apartment complex, but then the people involved left the scene, didn't make it to the hospital, which is then how we start to get a couple of different scenes involved here. Um, I do believe two people died. Yes. Um, so that is something else that we are looking into and not a lot of information coming out overnight about it, but police need to make sure they also have all the information. So I'm sure today we will get an update on that and we'll bring it to you. Also happening, uh, oh, at least recently, this was uh, kind of news to us. Uh, you might be driving on the highways, you see a broken down car. Um, you probably just you know, drive by, don't think anything of it, yeah. think somebody's gonna come get it in a couple days. But apparently CPD is telling us that there's been a rash of cars being stolen. And we spoke to a young lady today, our Lacey Roberts spoke to her that she went back to get her car only a few hours later and it was gone. And it's just gone a week before Christmas, a week or so before Christmas, and your primary source of getting around gone. Which, I mean, your car breaking down is frustrating enough. So there's that. And then, you know, she said she needed a couple of hours to kind of organize getting it towed, making sure she had the money for that and all of that. Again, it's a busy time of the year. We're at Christmas. But yeah, it's so interesting because again, you think, oh, it's a broken down vehicle. There's no way it's going anywhere. Yeah, she contacted CPD saying, hey, did you guys tow this? Like, is it in one of your lots? And they said, nope, we don't have it. So um, frustrating situation uh, for her specifically, but I'm sure anybody else in that situation. So they're just letting people know, hey, if you do break down, try to make arrangements pretty quickly to get that thing towed out of there because otherwise you're kind of leaving it vulnerable to potentially, you know, how are they doing this? Are they fixing the cars? Who the heck knows how they're able to do this? Or is there someone in on it with them? But um, definitely something to be mindful of. Yeah, absolutely. And I believe the, she has friends trying to help her out. They yeah. put together a GoFundMe page to get her back on her feet, you know, because she wants to get right. presents for her family. Uh, we got to get over to Randy uh, to do a full weather forecast. It's not just wet, it's the cold behind it as well. All right, as we take a look at the radar this morning, check it out. It is wet all across greater Cincinnati and right now some of our heaviest downpours in through southern portions of Bracken, Mason and all of Robertson County right now seeing some heavier rain. There's no lightning with this. We're not anticipating severe weather, but it is going to slow down your commute this morning and that will also be the case this afternoon and evening because this rain doesn't totally move out of here until we get to tomorrow morning by this time. And at that point, temperatures will start falling. It'll be much colder this weekend. All right, Randy, thank you so much. All right, under our next story, uh, Fletcher, uh, you know, kind of big news. We're still waiting on official confirmation, but our sources tell us uh, we have a new police chief in Cincinnati. That's right. Meet the new boss, same as the interim boss, yeah. I guess. Uh, uh, Teresa Thiegi, uh set to, we believe, through sources to become the permanent police chief of Cincinnati. Um, and we were talking in the, the post-show meeting of our morning show that this now means that the two top law enforcement officials in Hamilton County in Cincinnati will be women. So uh, a cool little feat there. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I think it's I think it's always good when you have an interim in place and then they're the one who winds up yeah. getting the job because they're most likely most more familiar with the system and uh, uh, now soon to be Chief TG or I guess technically it has been interim right. Chief TG. Um, it's always weird when that title's there. Uh, has kind of come up through the ranks with Cincinnati Police. Absolutely. So someone who knows not only the organization, but the city as well. So um, so a pretty good choice, I believe. Yeah, she's been in the made. system a while with mm -hmm. CPD. So again, familiar yeah. with it. Um, you know, they, they've gone through some big things in her time as interim chief. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of conversation about, you know, how things will look going forward. Um, and we are waiting on official confirmation again from CPD on 
on that, but we have heard from several sources that she is the one that they have named. So we will, of course, bring that to you when it is officially. And, yeah, and at least from a media perspective, I mean, I don't know how things were with uh, Chief Isaac before he retired, but we've had several major things where we were waiting for updates on major stories or body cam footage from uh, big story shootings or anything. And she seemed to be very open with that and uh, was very front and center saying, this is what we have. This is why it took so long. So, um, so that transparency, not only good for our purposes, because we want to get the information to people, but also good for, uh, for citizens and community yeah, members here in Cincinnati as well to know, know, know the process. Yeah. 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 The city and manager's office will be the one to give the official word and uh, make the pick. And of course, we'll, we'll stay on top of that. Okay, uh, we keep talking about the Bengals giving back. Yeah. And uh, Cam Taylor Britt, another Bengal doing big things in our community. He was over at the Boys and Girls Club, hanging out, talking with these young people. And it was just so fun to see him interacting with them and kind of looking like a kid. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. He just seemed to have a really good rapport. Sometimes you see. I mean, he's so young, too. That's he's a true, rookie too. a year out that's of college. That's true, too. You sometimes see, you know, listen, kids can be intimidating. We've all gone on school talks before. Yeah. The kids can be scary. Yeah. He looked at complete at ease just hanging out and he was talking about the importance of boys and girls clubs, how he grew up in a boys and girls club and how they are so important to certain to certain kids and just having that access and that place to be, that safe place to be. So um, always great to see that. And again, it's a busy week for them. They're headed down to Florida soon. So it's nice to see that they are taking a little time just to remember what this season's all about. And, yeah. and he had back. a great game Sunday as well. He so did. wrapping up his week pass, with pass that, uh, that visit. And also continuing to give back, uh, we got word from the Joe Burrow Foundation's yes. little rivalry competition between Ohio and Louisiana, uh, partnership with where I'm from. Uh, over 65, almost $66,000 was raised wow. uh, in the Let's Do the From the Bayou to Greater Cincinnati Let's Do Good competition. Uh, it was the Cincinnati themed pieces that came out on top, uh, almost 2,900 pieces sold, uh, but still uh, over 1,600 Baton Rouge inspired pieces sold. So just a fun way for Burrow to connect his kind of two communities. We all know how important our college town college communities are even yeah. doesn't matter how long you are after that it's still an important place for you so it's nice to see um, Burrow try and do do good with the two communities closest to his heart yeah and absolutely I remember never remember his uh, Heisman acceptance speech oh, yeah. where he talked about the food pantry of where mm -hmm. he's from yeah, and legendary. next thing you know just a flood of donations to, to a point where they didn't have space for all the donations yeah. so he's doing uh, great things not only in Louisiana but here in uh, Ohio as well and it's just great to see you know athletes with that presence with that stage you know with that platform that can uh, give back to those who uh, really need it most especially before the holidays good example for those young athletes coming up through the ranks that's all we have for today again be mindful of the weather it's not going anywhere we can mm -hmm. say it now at 724 in the morning that's and right. it's still going to be <laughs> applicable uh, this evening so uh, know that the weather is going to be a factor today. Take it easy out there on the roads and we will be here for you tomorrow morning as the weather finally starts to move out.